Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Well, this time Seattle comes to the world, and it's absolutely wonderful to have Kaz Hawkins back with us. We had her on when she was known as Mama Kaz, a big, powerful vocalist from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and she had a lot of success, and she struck out on her own, and she's having even more success. So we're going to catch up with Kaz and play some of her new music that just dropped and introduce her to hopefully more people, and I'm sure we have her fans listening in, but hoping to gain more fans out of this because we absolutely are huge Kaz Hawkins fans. So thanks, Kaz, for, for joining us today. Well, thank you, Laurie. It's so good to, to speak to everybody again. You have been great support over in Seattle. Thank you. No, it's uh, well. We know good music in Seattle. That is for sure. We are surrounded by good music. So when we hear good music, we just welcome it into the fold. The more, the merrier. And you're making great music. <laughs> we need more people like you in the world. <laughs> well, there's probably a whole group of people that might beg to differ on that, but but both we'll, we'll pretend like that's okay. <laughs> so it's, it's been an exciting time. It's been exciting Pardon? time for you since we last spoke. It's been exciting yes. for you since we last spoke. It's been crazy. It's been it's and and it's been such a journey. Um, when we spoke last, it was all about. Um, you know, ending the, the Mama Cass band, and we just won the award, and um, it was just really, I did want to move in a different direction, and, you know, I'm so pleased with the way things have went, and I'm, you know, absolutely loving life right now, and, and it, the music is just becoming, the karma, you know, the universe, if anybody believes that the universe takes you along, it, everything is just piecing together beautifully. So it's been worth uh, it's been worth all the hard work this year. Well, you know when when you're moving in the direction the universe wants you to go, and things just kind of naturally seem to happen when you're in that that flow of things. It just kind of carries you like a river where you're supposed to go, and it, and it seems exactly. like that's kind of been happening. More doors have been opening for you. You've had so many great things happening to you, and I, I guess we'll just take them one by one because there's just been so many. But <laughs> you, you, your EP just dropped, and and you have some great music on that, and that's very exciting. Yes, Better Days went live on Sunday. Uh, via uh, iTunes, but it's also on Amazon and Spotify and stuff like that. But we launched via iTunes, and I was so pleased. You know, everybody has mucked in, and the, the, my director from Lipstick and Cocaine video, he he videoed the new video for Better Days, and this, the EP is more or less um, a step away from the blues that I was known for. I will always be a blues singer, you know, in people's in people's eyes and their ears. But um, it's kind of my songwriting. I want to, to get more personal, and the, you know, the three tracks, the three piano tracks on the EP, and I'm introducing my young uh, new keyboard player 
which is Rob Montgomery, and he's only 20 years of age now, and he's so talented. And we've discussed this before. I'm all for supporting the youth who are coming through the circuit, and some some of them don't maybe get a chance to be showcased. So I'm so blessed that I have him on board. And so we stripped down four of the tracks, and uh, I decided to choose three that uh, more personal and more dedication of the people around me who who are my support network and I wanted to celebrate that but as well you know that it's kind of a celebration of life in and so much so that things as before you know my backstory and when you come through hardships it's all about positive energy and positive thinking so better days is what it is for better day for better days to come, and and I hope that people get on board the the new me and I still do the kind of bluesy stuff, but it's just more refined now uh, towards my songwriting instead of the big crazy performances that I used to do. I'm just enjoying you know standing on stage, playing around with my vocal. Um, and to see what I can do. And my voice is changing so much and I'm just able to do, uh, you know, explore a lot more than I did before. So I'm hoping that the fans will embrace the new the new songs. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a really large fan base when you were with the Mama Kaz band and I, I would think that they would naturally follow you over to your solo project because is, is that's what's happening. Yes, it it actually has. You know, it was a bit of a risk, and and we discussed this the last time. Some, you know, some people were going, you know, don't know, don't know. There was a a review when I um the I got the other day, and uh, the the journalist had said, you know, she, she knew she knew exactly what she was doing. Nobody realised. Everybody was so shocked at the time when she walked away from her band, but. Uh, but now it's testament to her. She knew exactly what she was doing because she's in a league of her own and, you know, that kind of thing he was saying. So I was just so pleased that people finally got it, that it wasn't just about the performance and the crazy running about on stage. And, you know, as great as that was, and I enjoy that part of me, but I'm uh, I'm enjoying the calmer me and the more <laughs> um, intimate. It's more intimate now. Mhm. Mhm. Well, your songwriting has also evolved. We, we talked about before how you kind of had really lived the blues, and so you were kind of coming out of that and, and yeah. emerging, and, and, and that's part of I think that force that that was driving you through that stage of that music was this big transformation yeah. that you were making was also coming out vocally, and now you're kind of more in a more settled spot, and. Yeah. So you're able to take in a different season, so to speak, of of your songwriting and and what's going on around you in life. Exactly, exactly. When you're when you're struggling to come through the hard times, you're just focusing on seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and 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 you use those experiences to release yourself from that kind of pain and and that you're going through. When when lipstick and cocaine came out, it was closure to all that pain. And then when the Mama Cass band came out, it was kind of rock and rolling and having fun and just playing playing just crazy rock and blues. And I loved it. But then I did start to realise that I had a lot more as a songwriter inside me. So I went away and 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 wrote 
like 10 new songs that I had were completely different to anything that I did before. So I, I knew then that there was something that I had to explore. And as you get older, you know, and you do get naturally calmer and life is just, you know, coming good. And it's a lot more peaceful. It's a lot more, you know, I'm over the past. I'm, I'm done. And everything now has a positive, you know, vibe to it. It's about standing and being counted, but in a great, in a great peaceful way. And, and the, de- and the dedication also to my grandson and my son. Um, that's what Better Days, the, the title track is about. He's just had a baby boy, and uh, and his him and his girlfriend are going off to get married soon, hopefully. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's a dedication to them, you know, that I wish them all the best. And I and it's a, it's just really me capturing this special moment in time. You know, I'm I'm 40, but I've a beautiful grandson, and he's adorable. And I even got to put him in my music video. And there's not many people that can document special times in their life like that. So that's why it's a celebration. So it's it's just a complete turnaround. It's full circle. It's came full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, and that's what I was going to talk to you about, this Better Days video that accompanies the song that was also released that people can see on YouTube. Um, it has your grandson in it, so I wanted to talk to you about that. It takes place in a church. It's very symbolic, I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't think it was by coincidence that you put it in a church no. and you had your grandson. And, uh, <laughs> I, I think exactly. it was very symbolic, very well directed. Um, the, 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 uh, the director did a, a great job on that. So I wanted you to talk yes. a little bit about that video and the sim- symbolism in that. And also I wanted to ask you about the choir because, again, I don't think anything is by chance in any of your videos, and, and I think those girls up there in the choir also had, <laughs> had, had some significance as well. So I, I definitely had some questions for you. <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally right. The um, Stephen, uh, who, who has directed a couple of my music videos, he's absolutely amazing. He's a dear friend of mine. He's one of my biggest supporters. And whenever we went, we had lunch and we were discussing it. And I knew that I wanted um, a church. We we knew when we started talking, and I wanted wanted it to symbolize the purity of my life now in that, that, you know, a birth of a child is absolutely the most wonderful thing that can happen to anybody. And when we discussed my 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 history and in my depression and me losing my children and then getting them back, I wanted to I wanted to be able people to identify with a mother, and also you know identify from a, a, my son's point of view or my daughter-in-law's point of view, in that no matter what family will always get you by. And I wanted the symbolism from the church because, you know, that's what everyone will identify when a newborn baby, you know, you you automatically think of christenings and baptisms and not that I was wanting to, you know, blasphemy the church or anything. I just knew that it had to be clean, it had to be simple, and it had to be about um, the message. And the message was, you know, my son is now moving on to his life and his his family and becoming a father. And I wanted to just have it 
focused on that. The choir um, was another shout out to fans and friends over Facebook. Um, there was supposed to be a lot more of them, but um, crazy life gets in the way and not, not as many people uh, can help out as much as they want to. So the girls uh, in, in the choir, they're not actually the, the backing singers on the track. They, so they're really just friends and fans who um, who wanted to be a part of it. And I thought it, it added um, a kind of natural thing. You know, if you if I had to put in this big professional choir, it would be too... Um, it would be too overproduced in a, in a way, if you understand. I just wanted it to be mm-hmm. real, that anybody can, you know, and there's a couple of the girls in in, in the choir shot who sing in, in other, you know, bits and bobs. And it's a great opportunity for me to help them too and encourage them, you know, and it builds their confidence as well, you know, something that they've never experienced before. So that's why it was chosen. And then sure, Rob, well. of course... Yeah, and, 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 and that's Sorry, right, Rob Sorry. Was going Oh no, no, I, I was just going to say that, and, and then it, it ended with your your son and the grandson and his girlfriend walking out of the church yeah. together. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was crazy, and the whole day, I mean, we, we'd rehearsed, we'd recorded all day and filmed, and and then when everybody left, um, it was really just me and uh, my son and Charlotte and, and the baby and the director and the camera assistant, which was another friend of mine, James Ray Jr. from Believe, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it's... Um, it got quite emotional, and I, I found it really hard. This was the first video that I was miming in, so I found it really hard to mime, but I, had, I knew I had to learn someday because there was, there'd be more videos to come. So it got to that point in the day, you know, the, the nighttime was kicking in, it was getting dark. There was this really weird eerie silence in the church, uh, which is a local church that was on loan to us, um, from the Presbyterian Church and Mervyn Gibson, the minister, says, look, do whatever, you know, what, use the church. That's what it's here for. So it came a beautiful silence. And at the end, when we were shooting the slow-mo shots, you have to sing really, really fast to get those uh, slow-mo shots. I suppose it's secrets of the trade. Stephen will kill me for <laughs> letting them out. But, um, and then I really got emotional. And then Charlotte was getting emotional and my son was getting emotional. And it was just really a beautiful end to a wonderful process. And it sort of put the, the cap on the whole Better Days uh, EP that I knew that Stephen had would I knew I was going to get something great out of it from Stephen, and uh, and it done what it want what I set out to have it done was to celebrate life, and to wish my son good luck and every mother can understand that across the world that you know when your son goes off to to get to marry another woman and have children your daughters go off marry men you know it's it's um it's just life progressing on. Uh, but I wanted to capture that moment for always. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I love that because the video really does um, 
nicely accompanied the song. I, I hate when someone makes a video and it has nothing to do with the song, you know. And so yeah. this just really enhanced that experience. And and I hadn't seen it. I had been listening to the EP, and you had sent me the um, the link to watch the video, and I and I just hadn't got around to doing it because I was just enjoying the music so much, and I didn't really realize <laughs> that I really needed that experience with it, you know. Yeah. So. Um, then last night on Twitter, someone said that, oh, did you see the video? And I'm like, no, you know, I, I, I even forgot that that kind of was a video. So, and they said, oh, we, we watched it, we liked it. Well, then this morning I was talking to Jennifer Troughton um, there in Belfast, and she, she yes. says the same thing. So, so then it was two times in a row, then someone says, you know, and Jennifer was telling me how much she enjoyed that video, and she, she goes, oh, I, I I'll just send you her. the link. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, her. we, we – we we love Jennifer. So and so she sends me the link, and then I watched it, and I and I totally got it at that point. I'm like, oh, I get it now because yeah. it really it, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect transition, almost one of the most seamless transitions from video to song that I've ever seen. Wow, thank you. I'm sure Stephen will be so glad to hear that. Because <laughs> it is pretty tricky um, when when you do music videos to represent the song. And some sometimes, you know, the video can take away from the song and people actually forget about the meaning of the song. And because this song was so personal and, and a celebration, it needed to be very clean and very... And still represent me as an artist, but give the song an extra little boost and the people will identify with it, you know. And, I mean, we're releasing... Um, nobody knows this yet, so I guess you've got the exclusive. The this track two on the EP, I Saw a Man, um, mm-hmm. will be released this week. Oh, so the music, the music video for that will come out on YouTube this week. And that was great. a special treat that nobody really knew about that Stephen <laughs> has... Um, Stephen is allowing me to do so, and because that song's about a homeless guy that I met, um, the the video is just me and uh, the director's father um, sitting on a park bench, and I want people again. I want it to be simple, just that you can just the whole the whole three four minutes is just us talking, you know, about life. And it was a special afternoon, you know, he talked about his life and I talked about mine and we were just, and Stephen just filmed us and it worked so well in with the um, the film, with the song. He was, he's not homeless, of course, but it represents that it could happen to anybody and that's what that song is about, about being humble and, you know, don't judge people, you know, a book by its cover and if you see somebody in the street who's struggling, you don't know what they've been through and just remind yourself that you're so lucky that you have what what you have and a roof over your head and food in your belly. So that'll come out this week. Well, we're going to play Better Days, and we're going to let everybody listen to that, and then we're going to come back, and uh, we will be playing I Saw a Man, and I also want to talk about the film Believe that, that we were talking about a little earlier. It's just funny yeah. how everybody's just connected, and here I am way over here on the west coast of the USA. It's you're in Belfast, and, and I'm talking to Jennifer, and then she's friends with Stephen, and, and you're director and friends with Stephen, and so you guys are connected, and the net comes back through me. It's just a crazy, I mean, it can almost like just blow your mind if you really, really think exactly. about it. Exactly. So we're going to listen to Better Days, and then we'll be, we'll, we'll be right back. Okay. 
All right, that was Better Days by Kaz Hawkins. And so I, I encourage you to go also watch the video on YouTube because it really matches up beautifully to the song that you just heard. And this is the first release, like she was saying earlier, on her EP it just released yesterday. So um, get to iTunes or get to Amazon or wherever you have to get and, and, and support this great music that she's doing. You have so many projects going on, Kaz. One of them that we talked about, touched on a little bit earlier, was Believe the Film. And I really want to talk about that because that's really a special project. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, it, it's really close to my heart because now, now that I live life by positive thinking and, you know, not letting anything negative around me, it's kind of um, a great experience I have, I'm also bringing, I have Adam and Charlotte, which is my son and, and his girlfriend, and they're researchers on, for Believe, and then James Wright Jr., who is the, the the director of Believe TV, which we have on YouTube, and who is um, directing the new Kaz Hawkins show, but the film um, originally came from my great friend Paul Neeson from the Modern Art Gallery. He, we, we somehow came together as friends through another friend and we just snapped, he's like a dear brother to me and he said to me one day um, last year, you know Kaz, and everybody was really struggling at the time and in Belfast there was a lot of negative vibes and stuff going on, you know I'm sure the, around the world have heard and see it on the news and what we were talking about was how the, us don't really, you know, we don't get involved in all that and politics and all the rest of it, but we wanted to create a positive force. So we can't, we secretly, we call it the Believe Movement. And it's about, when he said to me that day, he said, Kaz, wouldn't it be great if people just believed again, if the general public just believed? And, and, and we need to believe. And he had reached such a low point in his life that he needed something to pull him back and, and bless him, you know, he, he, he has said it, he says to people that, you know, when I met, I met Kaz, I was that inspired, it, it saved me, you know, I needed that positive energy to pull myself out. And it was a kind of experiment for for them, for James and, and Paul to direct that film because he wanted it a certain way and then along the way it just took a life of its own. So he, I had got Terry Hooley, which is a local, um, he's, we call him the godfather of Belfast because he you know, started a Good Vibrations record. He's just a massive local character here. And and then we brought my, my drummer in who has, he's six, well, my old drummer, 67, and a life experience. And then what I call my musical brother, which is Joby Fox. And it was more... We all got asked the same questions, and it was about our, our trials and tribulations of life. And what Paul wanted out of the film was to show the public figures like us were normal. But he, and he was told, you know, you'll never get people to open up. You'll never get people to tell their most innermost um, failures. So he really succeeded in that, I think, by um, drawing out of us on on the film our highs and our lows, uh, as they they said. And it was just a great response. And on the 31st of August, we launched it um, when I um, 
performed at the Belfast East Belfast Arts Festival, and I couldn't believe it. It was just an amazing night. We had, we shown Joby's film, and Joby performed, and people watched the Believe film. When I came out on stage. I just I was overwhelmed. People had watched the film and they'd got it and it was a full house. It was so emotional. It was an amazing night. And that's the day that we all sat and we went, we, we can't, this can't be the end of this. This is too good a thing. The way that people left that building was unreal. It was just, there was something in the air. And Paul had said, wouldn't it be great? I want people coming out of that building saying, I will be able to achieve anything. I can do this. I can do this, which is what happened. All the feedback that came back after, I had people mailing me saying, you know, Kaz, I'm so inspired. I, I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do that. I'm going to do it now. And that was the most beautiful thing. So then we... Well, I, I, I saw that Johnny Skip Crawford was, was in there. I, I noticed him right away when he came up on that. And so I, I thought, oh, she still has a connection with her old band. Well, yes, because Johnny came with me and was okay. drumming with me, because he's like my father, um, and he came and but he's now he's we've now parted. Well, we're still great friends, um, but he said that believe coming out, coming out of believe he said that he wanted his own band, and believe had proved that to him that he sixty seven, and he wanted to give uh, he wanted to get his own band as you know, the last thing he could maybe could ever do. And I thought that was brilliant. And I, you know, gave him my blessing. And and then I moved on to do whatever I do. And we still talk and we still go out together. And that's perfect. That is what Believe is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that's that's amazing. That's good to hear. Exactly. It's, it's all about following your dreams. I know that believe is overused. The word, the actual word is overused. People take it for granted. And it's not just the word. I mean, if you really, we test ourselves at how many times we say believe a day. But do we actually believe? You can believe in something uh, and just know it's true. But if you believe in something, you go and get it. And like I said in the film, it's yours. There's no stopping and you. you and, and that's on YouTube right now as 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 well, right? And people can find it on YouTube. Yeah, the Believe TV channel. If they just type in um, the Believe short film Belfast or Kaz Hawkins Believe film, they'll find it that way. Um, yeah, yeah. And then it's on the channel that I'm going to launch the Kaz Hawkins show, which is a chat show promoting positive thinking, <laughs> which is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. And that comes out later this month? Yeah, yeah, just in time for Christmas. Great, great. It'll be a great Christmas present. And so <laughs> all of that's going to be linked through your kazhawkins.com website as well, right? Yeah, yeah. everything that I'm doing, you can find on there, everything. and Because uh, it is pretty, because I'm doing so much, um, I don't want to take away from the music, so I just I have a tab on there for Believe, and I have a tab on there for the charity, and everybody can get where they want to go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, Kaz, um, we we have a lot of young musicians that listen into the show, um, since you know we are a big supporter of indie music. There's 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 so many people I think who would really like to sit down and, and and pick your brain about music and your life and what you've learned. 
what could you kind of give advice to young musicians out there right now who, how can you help them believe? What would you tell them? I think the first and foremost that, you know, when you're young, young people have a lot of pressures. I remember being so young and, you know, and I, I really didn't know what I wanted. And with kids as musicians, they know what they want. So all they, you know, all they need to do is hold on to that, but not to expect miracles straight away. If it happens, it happens. But keep, keep fighting it. Keep learning your craft and just believe in yourself and not just that I'm talented, I can do this and I'm a great guitarist or I'm a great songwriter. Or Because you do need that belief to perform or write a song that, that it's going to be good enough. You need to, uh, they need to be saying to themselves, Right, okay. First and foremost, I know what I want. I want to write music. I want to play music. How am I going to do that? I need to get myself in the opportunities. When the opportunities come, you know, that's good for some kids, but some kids find it really hard, you know, shy kids or whatever. They need to be going to singer-songwriter nights. They need to go to jams. And that's where they'll learn their craft. You know, they'll, they'll tread the boards. They'll learn from their peers. They'll learn from the, the ones around them. You know, those kids that maybe are sitting on YouTube and won't perform out, but they'll record a video. That's how they, you know, then they sometimes get in a rut. That, and it's so, it's so shocking that a lot of musicians, a lot of kids growing up as musicians, lose their lose their way and I think we discussed this before because they, they think it's too hard and that's because they think a certain way that society has told them that it should be and I wouldn't advise anybody to go by society you follow your own heart and your own path and wherever that takes you may it take you around Seattle may it take you around the world you know just follow where your talent takes you but along the way, learn from everyone around you and put yourself into those places where you will get the opportunities. I think that's really, really good advice because for most people, superstardom, if, if that's the goal, um, yeah. is it doesn't hit for everybody. But there's a lot of ways to be successful without having that. Exactly. You know, I, I think maybe, you know, set, set just what you have done, just kind of set smaller goals, but just keep moving forward. You know, one thing yeah. kind of leads to another, leads to another. And when you're looking forward, it looks like so far that you have to go. But when you look back, you can see just how far you've actually exactly. come and, and how, how far you've progressed. Exactly. When I look back over the last five years, the 10 years that I was a secret songwriter hiding out of the road and afraid of people um, not, you know, welcoming my songs. All right, I was always a performer and always a singer. But for a songwriter, it was pretty scary. But when I look back over the last five years, it flew by so fast. Compared, I don't really even remember those 10 years that I was secret songwriting because the last five years have been more important to me. And, and even though I'm at 40, kids will probably be going, I'm not waiting until I'm 40 to, for that. But I'm now in a position where I can sit back and look and go, you know, fancy houses or whatever. Will they come? Will they not? It's not the biggest thing. Yes, that would all be great if we all got number one records. But the, the challenge, 
and the self-satisfaction that I have. And I'm so proud of myself for getting up and going and get, getting what was mine. And there is more to come. There's stuff that is happening behind the scenes that I'm not allowed to say yet. But hopefully in the new year I'll be able to. And, you know, it will be proof again that I hung in there and I fought and I fought and I fought for my place. And, and that's all they can do. So, you know, it's it's life. It's life. That's what life is. Just taking bits and pieces from it and using it to your best. But stay away from negativity. They've got to stay away from negativity. Well, I'm so glad that we've been able to, over the past few years, kind of document your journey because every time I talk to you, You've, you're just coming off of something huge happening, and, and then that's propelling you. And then we talk to you again, and, and something else big has happened. And, and it's just been constantly, and just to follow you, you're, you're very active on, on Twitter. And, yeah. and, 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 and people can follow you that way, and you're really good about, you know, Facebook and, you know, social media and, and everything that, that musicians have to do right now to be relevant. You, you have to be in that social media space. Um, okay. it's, it's, it's just okay. really important. It's just the way that, that things have shifted, and, and so that's, that's really important. If you can't do it, find somebody close to you who will do it for you because it's exactly. very, very important to be in that space. But, but, but you're one of those who are really out there, and so it's really amazing to watch this journey. I feel like I've been on this journey with you over these years, and, <laughs> and I'm so happy for your success. But every time you're, you're ten steps further th- th- than you were before, and, you know, exactly. I, it, it's very exciting to me to see where you you'll be the next time we talk because it'll be so much further than, than, than where we are now. It's, 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 it. it's, it's, it's got to be great to be Cat Hawkins. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving it. You know, yes, we still, you know, there's still not, the, you know, the Mercedes in the driveway and not even a driveway, actually. <laughs> but the fact that people, and I've always said this, and I was talking about this tonight, it's all about the music. The music is the message. For me, music saved my life. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I live it, eat eat it, sleep it. You know, and when I say to my kids, they they would keep going to me, Mom, I don't know how you do it. I I really don't know how you do it. But we're proud of you, but I don't know how you do it. And when they see the great things happening, even my son recently said to me, he says, you know what, Mom, I'm proud of you. You stuck in there, you hung in there, and I was just so pleased that he got it. And I do feel that I'm on the crest of a wave that is is just riding high, is riding high, and it, it's going to come good. It's already good, but it just keeps getting better and better. And that's because I've surrounded myself with amazing people. My inner circle is so solid. The Believe Project, you know, when we all have a down day and we all get together, when we're researching stuff and, and we find out stuff that's happened around the world and, and when we come away from it at night then we go, Wow, I wasn't in the mood for that tonight, but you know what? I'm ready to I'm ready to rock. <laughs> well, I, I, I've never seen anyone as ready to rock as you are. That that is for sure. And I really hope to be able to get to see you live someday. When I'm going to even make it over there, you're going to make it over here. Or, or oh, I'm, I, I'm coming over there. Have to. I'm coming there. I got to get to Seattle. <laughs> Absolutely, everybody needs to get to Seattle. We welcome everybody to come to Seattle. Seattle's a very welcoming place. So good, so good to me. And especially for honestly. musicians. 
we, we love the arts. We love artists. We love dreamers. We love um, painters. We love musicians. We, we love everybody. I mean, uh, Seattle really is, a, 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 to, to me, the land of opportunity, whether you're in, um, you know, uh, c- computers are, are your thing or social media is your thing or, or yeah. the arts is your thing. There's really something for everybody. We really try to, to, to support that. And so, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's real, you know, hippie thinking. Or, but, you know, um, a, a few things that hippies had right. And so there is something about encouraging each other on their journey, whatever that journey may be. And we encourage you, Kazma. It's been super fun to be on this journey with you. I'm going to play the next release on your EP, I Saw a Man as We Go Out, yes. and you were telling us a little bit about that, and that's going to be, there's going to be a video coming out later this week, and, and that's available yeah. now, again, through iTunes, or you can go to kazhawkins.com, and it'll connect you to all of these great places, and join in the conversation. I'm sure Kaz would love to hear from you on Twitter or Facebook. Definitely, um, yes. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty full on and I'm pretty as crazy as it gets. I do try. I I do make sure that I get back to everybody and I'm I'm pretty full on. Even Charlotte now has had to come on board and help me reply to people and and talk to somebody and you know just to make sure that the fans know that I I appreciate everything that they're doing for me and because it's them who are spreading you know the the Cas Hawkins gospel as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I've long been saying there's something in the water going on in in Ireland, in Northern Ireland specifically, and there's just such a wonderful vibe coming out of there, and I recognize it because it's the same vibe that's going on here in Seattle, and you don't always feel that from place to place to place, but but you can pick up that energy, and you know it when you feel it, and um, I, I really encourage anybody who has anything to do with music to run as quick as you can to uh, Northern Ireland and, and and Ireland just in general because there's something really special going on over there, and Kaz Hawkins is it one of those is. main, main things. Well, there's something in the water, of course, that has to be. It has to be. It's the Irish Springs. We're going to go out to I Saw Man, Kaz. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you take a lot of time, and I, I know you just come from another radio interview, and I know you're busy, busy, and and you just were very no, generous, as you. always, with your time. No, oh, thank you so much. Give my love to everybody in Seattle, and I pray that I'll get there soon. I will make sure, because I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe, too. And uh, this is I Saw a Man by Kaz Hawkins. Yes, he's 
He's such a strong, strong man. 